This is MIA2K Podcast, and we are your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We are your pilots, Kathy and Laura, two fun-seeking girls with obsessive fandom tendencies taking you on a ride through the Hallyu wave from our perspective as opinionated, grown Latina fans from Miami. Before we close the cabin doors, make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you like to watch, our in-flight podcast video is available on YouTube and Spotify. Once we reach our cruising altitude, we'll be serving one thing and one thing only, piping hot tea. We're ready to fly into today's topic with our hot and sunny takes. So fasten your seatbelts, sit back, relax, and prepare for takeoff. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast and welcome to season three. We are so, so, so excited for this new season. And we hope that you guys like everything that we have planned for you. Today's episode is all about girl groups. And so like our new intro says, buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hell yeah. So a short little update on what we've been up to this off season, this between season two and season three. Laura, start off, please. Basically, if you're watching us, I cut my hair. (laughs) (laughs) I got nails. She did. And I bought the Justin Bieber pimple patches that are stars. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, and I survived allergy season. Well, I'm surviving. Jury's still out. Yeah. She's she's still <laughs> she's she's trying her hardest to survive this allergy season. Yeah. I believe. Can you myself. hear the ambulance in the background? I'm sorry if you can hear the ambulance in the background. Mm-mm. Even though <laughs> it's very loud. Okay, I'm glad no one's listening. Oh yeah, these are dynamic mics. That's why they don't pick up on external noise. Good times. Sorry, it's just me. I'm gonna. I'm very distracted, guys. I'm sorry. So for me, I was out of the country for almost two months unexpectedly, but everything's good. Was dealing with some family stuff, but everything is good. Uh, went to the CK concert yesterday, so my voice is a little bit raspier than usual. Even though I tried not to scream, the purrs just purged me. So it is what it is. <laughs> And uh, when I was out of the country, I was in Colombia, which is where my mom and my maternal family is from. And while I was there, I found all the connection points between South Korea and Colombia. And I have a video at some point that I'm going to make. So stay tuned for that. And then collectively, Mm -hmm. together, (laughs) we have actually been to one, two, three concerts. Mm -hmm. And it's not even middle of the year. Nope. We went to Keshi, uh, PH1, and Epic High, mm-hmm. and we successfully hosted our second event here in Miami, the K-pop Rumba Bus. Hell yeah. It was a really, really, really fun time. Um, we got to meet a lot of new people, and we showed Miami what K-pop was, or is, I should say. So. We indeed did. Yeah, they they were not aware. <laughs> they were not sure what <laughs> hit them in the face. We were navigating the streets of Miami, and people looked hella confused with the sounds that were coming from our bus. But yeah, we also have some recap videos that we want to post about that experience. But uh, jobs and things are, you know, in the way of us fully producing the masterpieces that we want to produce. So coming (laughs) soon. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get right into today's episode. So like Laura said at the beginning, we're going to be talking about girl groups because we haven't really talked about girl groups that much in previous seasons. We have given attention to some specific women that we love and stand. 
South Korean women, but we haven't really given a lot of girl groups their time. And I am in my girl group era right now. So this felt very relevant to talk about today. So uh, Laura, please start off on this, you know, topic with the historical side, because, you know, you are you are a research girly. So go ahead. So Kathy is really in her girl group era. Yeah. <laughs> when we were driving to PH1, it was actually in Orlando. So we had about three and a half hours in the car. She just started playing a lot of girl groups. And she's like, oh, 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 this is a bop. Oh, I love this. And I'm like, when did this start? Like, when is this a thing? Yeah. So basically, uh, boy groups have always been more predominant than girl groups from the very small amount of research that I did. From the very beginning, all the companies were catering to young girls and by looking for that audience they created mostly boy groups Mm -hmm. and they marketed them because they had this theory that girls would be more willing to open their own wallets and their parents wallets to buy merch and albums and everything Mm -hmm. so they were mostly targeting young girls so basically girls girl groups didn't really become popular until the second gen um, with Girls' Generation, Wonder Girls, Kara, to anyone, mainly, right? And they started getting traction and started becoming more popular. Currently, I I think, and this is just based on opinion, I think girl groups are just about as popular as boy groups now. I'd say they, even more based on charts right true. now. Yeah, at least in Korea, it seems like it is. Right. I think they've had this renaissance Mm. where they're appealing now to everybody and not just boys or men Mm -hmm. they're trying to get like a bigger audience and that has helped them to gain a lot more popularity so yeah yeah and uh also just going into why we weren't really super captivated by girl groups at first because when we got into k-pop it started with BTS and stuff, and it, it kind of snowballed into getting to know all the other boy groups. But at the beginning, we weren't really aware or keeping an eye on any girl groups. It just it wasn't really like captivating and, and calling our attention as much. There's a few reasons, I would say. First of all, thirst, obviously. <laughs> I think that's the main one for both Laura and myself. It's just, you know, we are who we are. And that's that on that. Also, I think this is also true for both of us. And this is an overgeneralization. It's not the case for every girl group, obviously, the type of music that they make. But just generally speaking, like bubblegum pop is not really the, the, the style of music or genre that Laura and I gravitate towards, like that we listen to. We like pop, but there's a, the, a very specific bubblegum pop that we don't necessarily gravitate towards. And that also might have kept us away for a while. Also, another generalization that, might not apply as much now that we know more but at the time it was our perception it felt like girl groups were like cookie cutter and like a lot of the members were just like falling in line with whatever the company wanted them to be and we didn't really see a lot of different personalities there and it's not it's not perception there has been articles about the fact that this is what the companies were putting out there for their girl groups right they wanted them to have a more passive image yeah either and and passive doesn't mean not sexy because a lot of girl groups have done the sexy concept 
very yeah. early on. Yeah. But it's more like passive for the male gaze. Right. Like they're not going to talk back to you kind of thing. And yeah. Right. So either yeah. super cute or super sexy, but they'll never yeah. talk back. Yeah. I agree. Another thing that I think we both have noticed more as we got into more girl groups was the choreography is not as high intensity for girls sometimes as it is for the guys. So I think, you know, it's just more striking whenever we want to like, when we see a new movie, movie, music video <laughs> drop, we are like, you know, wow, this choreo is like super intense for guys. It's not the case for the girls for a lot of the time, but it still has its own charm and merit. We still like plenty of girl group choreos, especially like more of the recent ones. And I think one last thing that I really remember not really vibing with at first is I don't want to call it infantilization, but we did see a lot of that in Korea when we went, we visited last November and everywhere that we went, we saw like, you know, they draw the police as, as, um, drawings or cartoons and we went to the temple and they have also cartoon style chibi images of things for people to like so i think there's a lot of infantilization and in making things palatable for people and when it comes to girl groups they really like high pitch their voices a lot and they have a lot of like you know little girly girl concept and stuff like that and that's not really our vibe so those are all i think reasons why we weren't really jiving with the girl groups at the beginning of our K-pop stan journey. It's giving very much Britney Spears changing her voice. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Because I, I refuse to believe that all of these girls, all of these women have the same type of voice. Mm -hmm. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it just naturally it's i feel like it's impossible for everyone yeah to have the same type of voice like they train them to to sound you know with like to get to that specific pitch or note or chord or whatever not a music producer clearly but yeah it's it's it wasn't mathing for us so at mm -hmm. the beginning we really didn't look that way but that all changed when laura stumbled across mamamoo I don't know how she found them. I just know that one random day she's like, hey, this girl group is it. And that was the end of my life as I knew it before. I honestly can't remember how I got to it. I think maybe YouTube just kind of like recommended something or Spotify. Okay. And I was like, oh, Kathy, mm -hmm. I think it was you. No, mama, it was for sure you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you sending me. I mean, we can go back <clears throat> on our texts and stuff because that would make me feel very good if I brought something to you. I but no, I remember being in like my bed one night and you sent me some Mamamoo stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like, who is this woman? I need to worship her forever. Hwasa, my queen. So I, I'm pretty sure it was you. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't remember the exact circumstances. But as soon as we saw them, we were like vocals. Check. Sexiness. Check. Personality. Check. We're in. Like they're absolutely stunning and the vocals in that group, like the way that they got four of the most amazing vocalists in the entire country in that group that have so much range and so much like, like the pipes, just the pipes mm -hmm. on them are incredible. We were completely sold. So mom was our first dip into the girl group life. And then I think we jumped to Itzy we right away, which we'll say right now 
were not very happy with the music choices that JYP is pushing onto Itzy as of Mm-mm. late. So we're not really vibing with the music, but we do like the girls a lot. Because they started with really strong music, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. strong choreography. Really like, like empowering and empowering, and like, yeah. Yeah. And then it just kind of like did like a little like backtrack into has... cute bubblegum. But yeah, no, on. they they came with like they were making a statement, like, you know, loco, wannabe, all these songs sounded very different from the other stuff that was on the radio at the time. Right. And, you know, they it really kind of played into their bad bitch personalities, like Yeji and Yujin are so like they look so badass and it it those songs really fit them and it just felt very like sexy but age appropriate and all those things mm-hmm. were kind of playing up but now like after sneakers and boys like you or whatever the name of that song is it's it's not it's not we don't we don't think that JYP is pushing them in the right direction like they have so much potential and they can do so much more so that's true yeah. but we like them and we hope that they can they're break out of this current face up very cute soon yeah but i mean in general the industry itself is changing and i think that's why we're changing our pers- perspectives too oh, yeah, they're yeah. trying to sell more empowerment more mm-hmm. badass women they still have cute and sexy concepts but they're not going for creepy men yeah as their audience they're just going for everyone yeah and i think that has made a big change for us because a lot of the groups that we like are actually more of the younger groups that have the more strong music agreed yeah it's like they kind of come out of the gate swinging with like really strong concepts to stand out and stuff and then depending on the company maybe they just i don't know try to tone it down or i don't know what it is that they do but Whatever it is, they need to stop because every girl group should have their own identity and they should really play up to whatever the members' talents are. Like, we really like yeah. uh, G Idols kind of completely stepping away from the typical, likable, perfect girl mm-hmm. and going for a little bit more of a raunchy, tomboy, cursing, twerking, you know, like they really are stepping away from the mold. And we appreciate that very, very much. Agreed. We've also really recently been into Twice. Yeah. <laughs> because even though their music isn't what I would call super, not impactful, that's not the word. It's easily easy listening music for sure. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like the members are all very strong, strong women. Mm-hmm. Right. So it like counterbalances the softness, not softness, but the easily easy listening of their songs. I agree. So like it just kind of it like does a good balance. And it I think does. that's why I've been like, oh, my God, twice. Hello. Right. Yeah. Uh, our journey to twice was longer than I think most people would expect, because I think twice is one of those groups that like most people know about. They have now yeah. international recognition. They just got awarded by Billboard. Mm-hmm. So they've they've been around they've they've been hitting the charts and people know twice yeah. very well, but for us I guess we were just busy looking at boys so it is what it is. But we're here we're now in the ones territory and we are very happy to see that twice is coming back again for more tours, and more concerts here and that they're getting their their airtime their interview with 
Kelly Clarkson was really, really cute and really well done. And I feel like it played up to all the members and their different personalities. So I I love what's happening with Twice and we love them. But I'll say going back to how my journey into my current girl group era status started, I think the, <laughs> the yeah, because it definitely has a an origin point. My villain origin story oh, sure. as a girl group stan basically started with SM Town January 1st of 2022, because once I saw Got the Beat, which is SM supergroup, girl group unit, which has members from Girls' Generation, BOA, uh, Red Velvet, and Espa, I was like, wow, like, that was my first real introduction to Girls' Generation. I really didn't know them before that. I knew the name and I knew a, a couple of classic songs, but I didn't know the members at all. But I was really intrigued from seeing that first video when they presented themselves at the SM Town event and they had this whole like elaborate choreo where they were all like not facing the camera and covering their faces so they could have like a reveal. So that really kind of shook me and I was like, oh my God, I need to know more. So it was really that got the beat was my beginning into going down the girl group rabbit hole. From there, I really got into Girls' Generation, like this last comeback that they had with Forever One. And I know it was like a huge event for fans of Girl Generation and for fans of K-pop and for fans of second gen and for fans of music in general, because Girls' Generation really was like a huge staple, is a huge staple of the South Korea music and TV industry, because all those girls are doing all the things in all the places they really are so talented but for me it was just like oh this is my first comeback that i'm experiencing them with and i saw all their content which was fucking amazing i love just their dynamic their personalities and it was really hard to get them all together in one room because of how busy they all are and how in demand all of them are individually in their own fields but i really appreciated why they are still a force to be reckoned with and why they were such a big deal so yeah, I was kind of got the beat, Girls' Generation. And then I was there for La Seraphim's debut. That was the first group that I was like, I want to watch their debut. And I remember it was in May of last year, I think. Yeah, I remember seeing them on stage. I obviously, because uh, as a ARMY and as a MOA, I am very much in tune with whatever HYBE is doing. So when I knew that La Seraphim was debuting. I wanted to kind of be like, oh, this is my first time that I'm here for a group from the beginning. It was it was like a moment for me, a milestone. So I really like La Seraphim from the beginning. Their first album is really good. I like the members. The scandal was kind of unfortunate that they, you know, started off on that note, but they recovered as well as they possibly could have under the circumstances of losing a member within two weeks of starting out, which is yeah. wild. And then New Jeans like made us all fall on our asses and forget like our identities and just everything because of how revolutionary they've been they yeah. kind of came out of nowhere they decided to have a debut without having a pre-release single or anything i mean they they had a pre-release single but they didn't have like stuff leading up to it as as other groups kind of tend to do when they debut they did things very differently when they came out and they were very organic no dyed hair they looked very like girly in the sense of like young and playing up to their natural quote-unquote aura and when Laura and I went to South Korea they were everywhere like the ads everywhere 
crazy. Like the music at every store when we went to, the music was playing. All the ads like for Apple, iPhone, were for them or from them or with them. And it was impossible to not see the impact that they've had on the South Korean public. So I think that also helped. We already were kind of obsessed with hype boy and attention. Like we already were in there, not cookie. Cookie is canceled still. But canceled. <laughs> super canceled. But yeah, it was, it was, I think it pushed us over the edge even more to just kind of see it all play out over there. And then that's when we, I think, fully embraced twice. I think that kind mm. of, that's for me personally, I think that's when I was like, okay, let me, let me like find out a little bit more about twice. So, and yeah, that's me today. Now I have daughters because I, I have adopted sons, sons before. Bomgyu is my son. But now I have daughters because XG debuted and arguably, you know, XG is not necessarily considered K-pop. They are Japanese. They are performing in Korea, but they are singing in English. So K-pop as it is, is very like blurry lines. But with XG is really a whole like new boundary breaking situation. And they've had a really successful round of promotions, which I'm very happy about. But I stand them so hard. I adopted every single one of them. My youngest daughter is 17 years old as she just turned in December. And I fucking love them. I just don't even know what else to say about them. They're incredible. They're so talented. They're so committed. They've gone also through quite a bit of hardship trying to get into the market. So I stand them even harder for that. Yeah, I think that's my spiel. Oh, and I'm currently uh, held in a chokehold by... 5050s Cupid. That is my current situation. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. I'm sorry I've been talking for <laughs> 70 minutes straight, Laura. No, it's good because I I am not quite there yet. Mm -hmm. I do like girl groups way more now. And like I mentioned earlier, the newer ones, the younger ones, they have different like they have a different concept and it's definitely more attractive to me at the beginning I didn't really vibe with xg but I was just being silly like <laughs> who am I but left, that's right, us left right like you know that's us like we don't vibe with things like I fully rejected you for like months about like getting into k-pop and then look at us you know that's literally our mo we just say no because we like to play hard to get and then we fully fall face down into whatever it is that the other one was suggesting that we should get into. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So now I can't stop listening to them. And it's a problem. Yeah. They're just, it's it's good stuff that they're coming out with. They like, are. Even with G Idol, it took me about 75 years to get into my bag. But like, <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, I, I, I appreciate it you taking us through your my journey on to, to being the, the girl group stand that I am today I think it also has to do yeah. with the fact that last year there wasn't maybe I'm just speaking out of turn here because I'm trying to think back of all the music that came out last year and I can't really say that there was a lot of boy group music that was super memorable like there were some good drops obviously obviously there were some good drops but like at the end of the year when everybody was doing their top list of like the top songs, there were barely any boy groups listed there. Like, I'm I'm not saying, listen, 
I I still listen to all the boys, all the boys, all of them. But I think <laughs> the girls had a year last year. I think like I winning like as a rookie, like song of the year was a huge moment. And I think the, you know, NMIX coming out, Kepler coming out and yeah. all those things kind of lent themselves to really having a strong girl group presence and all of yeah. like literally everywhere. Like it was definitely the year of the girl groups for sure. Like 100%. for sure, for sure. Starting with the new ones to like the older ones, girls generation coming back. Like it was the year for girl groups, a hundred percent. It really was. And one of the reasons why we wanted to do this episode is that I guess towards the end of the year articles came out or some numbers came out and we were so surprised by the Broke. streaming numbers. Mm -hmm. It was mind boggling. It still is mind boggling. Agreed. Um, I, I read this article that was titled girl groups get the ears, boy bands, the dollars. Oof. And I think that's true. Like mm -hmm. just based on streaming numbers, like was it new jeans has more streams than stray kids. 80s and some other group combined like that's ridiculous it has they have so much i think they just passed like a hundred whatever million gazillion trillion i don't even know which alien it is but they haven't even been out for a year which is freaking wild yeah. like the power of having just that perfect formula because you know we we kid ourselves if we say that it's only talent there are plenty of talented groups that don't see the light of day mm -hmm. and plenty of yeah, hardworking sure. groups that don't see the light of day it it has to be one of those like cosmic universe combination of things where it's like you got people who want it really badly. They work their asses off. They have a lot of talent and then they have a lot of money because the hive machine is behind them. So they have a ton of money and then they have the right concept at the right time. They have the right styling. They have the right song for the season. Like it's a lot of factors that come into account because of literally every other group is fighting for that airtime. So it's a, it's a battle. And for new jeans to have done what they have done so far is fucking wild. And recently, like at the end of the year, like Laura was saying, all the streaming numbers for them and for girl groups in general, they basically like for us, it, it was shocking. Like Laura said, because we listened to a lot of like, you know, BTS, Stray Kids, TXT, Monster X, uh, 17. Like we listened to a lot of boy groups and they don't make the top of the charts right now. Like the charting lists are nowhere to be found right now. TXC is the only boy group. Like it's freaking. But they wild. do. But they're the ones that sell the most, like physical albums. So it's right. crazy. Like people really aren't listening to them as much because, in all honesty, how many times have you listened to any of the albums you've bought besides like the Proof Third CD? <laughs> Even that, I think I only listened to it a couple of times because, like, I don't have the time to be taking out a CD out of right. a freaking case. So, yeah, it's not. Right. Yeah. So people are buying just to hoard because we're loyal. and Because we just want the photo cards and we just want right. to support the, the chart, like, counts or whatever. Yeah. But then, like, people are really listening to girl groups. Mm -hmm. I just did a quick search and XG has more monthly listeners than 80s. Wow. A million more. Wow. A, million. a whole million. A whole a million. A whole million. Like, 80s has 3.1. 
and xg has 4.6 that's more than a million and that's like xg <laughs> really didn't have a lot of traction up until just now because it wasn't until kokona went viral on tiktok for her rapping in korean japanese and english that i think xg really picked up steam with like all the people that are fans of k-pop in general but now that they had right. their comeback for shooting star they were also dropping new content for left and right which was a song that they dropped mid last year so it's like xg really has only been garnering a lot of listening like recently this is new while ATs has dropped a lot of music also and they had just they just had a tour they just dropped a mini album like how how does that even happen it's crazy i guess there's like a feel good uh i don't know energy to girl group or it's just better for dancing i guess people feel like they can do those dances better also i don't know and and i mean even just in the sheer amount of songs they have available that is insane exactly like, I, wow wow it's mind blowing i'm mind blown i know so i i think this is the beginning of an interesting year musically <laughs> laura just dropped like her mouth open what did you see tell the people xg has 4.6 17 has 5.9 wow that is 17's like a... been going since 2015 and they are very established right now as the ones to take They're the throne the... like <laughs> that is After wild street kids 17 like that is i am just flabbergasted has 22 million but that's yeah, they, they are on a different planet and stratosphere i can't even you know what i was thinking like not that long ago i was like oh i wonder when new jeans is gonna come out like in concert and i was like they don't even have enough songs to do like an hour like they have nothing <laughs> it would have to be like a fan meeting because they would have to fill it with variety stuff they don't have enough but i'm like i'm ready to see them in concert like i need to scream hi boy like i need to scream and do the oh my oh my god like it's it's i don't know wow yeah like the yeah, the girls have... are gonna take over and they have six songs <laughs> yep And I know that our oh. opinion is probably in the minority because when we've gone to random play dances and stuff like that, there's a lot more people that jump in for girl songs than for boy songs. And there's a lot of fans of just girl groups in general. Like there's, I, we know that there are fans that only stand girl groups basically and yeah. that they're really dedicated to that. So we know that our take is kind of weird in a sense. Although I'm sure some people identify with only really following a few groups. I mean, not to mention that there's people that are only standing one group at a time and that's it. Right. So I'm sure that there's people that only know a few boy groups here and there, but whatever. But we we are seeing the the shift into girl group territory and we're here for it. At least I am in my I girl group too, era. Man, at this point, <laughs> at this point, like we literally shit. have no choice but to stand. Zero shit. choice. Just so, for girl empowerment, man. Yeah, no, I, I really, I mean, we just found out literally right now, Mamamoo is actually coming on tour to the US. They had, there was rumors for a bit. We were hoping it was true, but it just got confirmed today that we're recording and they're hitting a lot of cities, which I was also very surprised about because like, I don't know, a lot of groups recently have been hitting like maybe four or five cities tops. So like, yeah, so we are, this season, one of the new things that we want to try is 
there is a type of episode that we can do on Spotify where we can play some songs for you guys. So we are going to do an episode for sure on XG with that style because they're my daughters and this is my role as their mother. But if you guys want to have us introduce you to music, like let's say last year, Laura did a presentation on 17 and that kind of brought some people onto Carrotland a little bit. So if you guys want to see us do an episode that is a musical episode and introduces you to songs from any groups, let us know. Send us a DM on our social media or leave a comment on our YouTube channel or send a carrier pigeon. I don't care. You can find us in a lot of places. So we can make it a, a topic or like a question. Yeah, we can. We'll, um, we'll add a question to our Spotify. So you can definitely find it there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, definitely jump over to our social media. You can find us on all the channels by searching for at MIA2K podcast. That's MIA, the number two K podcast. And yeah, just like send us a DM or leave a comment somewhere. And we might, we might even do a poll on our stories to see who you want to like have an episode that is getting you introduced to the music. We'll do one of those pretty soon. So we're excited about that. Very excited. So I guess with that, we're done. Thank you so much for listening. We're back. We appreciate it. Yeah, guys, thank you for waiting. And we are so excited to deliver a lot of really awesome content and fangirl with you guys or fanboy and yeah just stay tuned thank you for listening and have an awesome week thank you bye thank you so much for listening to this episode of the mia2k podcast we have lots of great content coming up ahead so please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on apple Podcasts and spotify and if you enjoyed our episodes please rate us five stars and for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!